Since the invention of fire, man has spun stories of gods and monsters. From a million years in the future, heavy metal presents Wonderwork. There are a million things that you just shouldn't touch. A hot stove, irradiated antimatter, one of those uh, poison tree frogs they make darts out of. But have you ever been afraid to touch a doorknob? Frozen in fear about what could be on the other side? Is it destiny carrying one of those oversized novelty checks or the Grim Reaper's to-do list? Well, grow a pair and open the door already. This is Yes Ma'am. Rise and shine. I rub my eyes and sit up in my bed. The other boys around me do the same. We all head to the showers. Ma'am says cleanliness is next to godliness. So I'm gonna start the day fresh and clean. I know the girls are just on the other side of this wall. And I think about what they look like naked. I think about Sheila in particular. Next, we get dressed. We all wear the same thing. The girls wear a knee-length skirt and a long-sleeve sweater. And the boys, we wear khaki slacks and blue-collared shirts with a sweater vest. But I always wear my vest inside out. Ma'am doesn't like that. We all meet for breakfast in the dining cafeteria. I love the omelet station. Mushrooms, tomatoes, and cheese. That's my go-to. Today, I think I'll add peppers. After breakfast, it's to our studies. History is my favorite. I love learning about the world above us. The one that once was. I've only seen it in pictures and movies, or read about it in books. I've never actually seen the sky, or the sun, or the ocean. Mem says we can't go outside anymore because it's too dangerous now. There's a door with a red light right next to the cafeteria. It's supposed to lead to the outside above. It's locked though. I know this because one time during lunch when everyone was in the cafeteria, I went and checked. I tried pushing the door open, but it wouldn't. I mean, not that I would have gone up or anything. I guess I was just curious to see if it was actually locked. Ma'am doesn't know I did that. She would have said something if she knew. We pass that door with a red light three times every single day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's not like I'd go up there if I could. It's too dangerous. I mean, that's what ma'am says. But I always catch myself looking at it when we pass. Wait, the red light above the door, it's not red today. It's blue. What are you doing? Sheila. Oh, uh, nothing. I'm just... Standing out here by yourself daydreaming. Come to the cafeteria. Ma'am says there's grilled cheese today and birthday cake. That's right. Today's her birthday. 
We all turned 10. We're in double digits now. She reaches for my hand. Come with, she says. She's always sweet to me. My palms are already clammy, so I pretend I don't see her hand. And then we head to the cafeteria. Ma'am says exercise is important. We spend 90 minutes every day exercising. We can choose the activity, but we have to break a sweat. That's the rule. And we have a lot of those. Then, another shower. Remember, cleanliness equals godliness. Then, to dinner, which is right by the door. Still blue. As I eat, it's all I can think about. I excuse myself from the table to use the restroom. But I don't go to the restroom. As I approach the door, I can feel my heart beating out of my chest. I delicately place my hands on the door and press. Holy crap. One thousand eight hundred and twenty-four days have passed since the light turned blue. Since I nearly had the courage to go through it. But my curiosity was thwarted by my own fear. It was just twenty-four hours. Then back to red. Back to being locked for the last five years. I missed it. Will it ever come back? Or was that my one and only chance? Been writing every day, trying to make sense of it. Look at that. Today's our 15th birthday. Five a.m. I've been up for a bit, as you can tell. I wonder how many people showered above ground. Do they even need showers when they had rain? I dream about rain. I dream about snow too. I dream about everything that I'll never see to myself in reality. To breakfast. More friggin' omelets. As we move through the halls of the cafeteria, will I even look? I mean, how much more disappointment can I handle at this point? But of course I can't not look. See, there it is. Red, same as always. Holy crap. Blue. I rub my eyes. No way. It's friggin' blue. Suddenly, a hand on my shoulder. Sheila. Come on, omelets. Hey, we're friends, right? Yeah, of course. Look, after we go to the cafeteria, I, I need you to excuse yourself and meet me right here in exactly 15 minutes. Don't tell anyone. I just need you to trust me, okay? Why? Okay? Okay. She's like, why am I so clammy? Come on, where is she? Hey! Shh. Keep your voice down. I walk over to the door. 
What are you doing? I press on it. Come on. What? We can't. No. Look, we may never get this chance again. Whatever's up there, it's gotta be better than what's down here. I hold out my hand for her to take it. She looks at it. Then at me. Miss Sowers. She shakes her head somberly and backs away. She wasn't coming. But this was my chance. I had missed it once. Not again. Not with what might lie beyond. I take a step forward, into the dimly lit hallway. An uneasy feeling in my stomach spreads through my entire body. I welcome it. At the end of the hallway lies a staircase. I look up. I can't see the end, but the truth is right there. At the top of those stairs, I know it. So I start climbing. So many steps. My legs are burning, shaking now. I look up again. A light, a glorious blue light. My adrenaline kicks in and I start climbing faster. Finally, I reach the top. It. I press on the door and walk through it. Hey, watch out! What? This is not what Ma'am had described. This looks like exactly what was supposed to no longer exist. I look around. I know that building. And that one. I've seen them in movies, photographs. Wait, this is New York. Cars, the people, freaking hot dog stand. But these things don't exist anymore. New York was supposed to be destroyed. That's what ma'am said. What's going on? Oh man, I'm thirsty. Wait, there. No, what's that thing called? Droga? No. Bodega, that's it. I walk over and grab a water bottle from the refrigerator. And I fasten the cap and immediately start chugging. There's this man behind the counter. He's old. I've never seen a living person older than me. What the hell is he looking at me like that for? And I slowly back away. And then I head for the door. He yells. Hey! Uh, hey! So I instinctively start Get running. Back here with that. Get back here. Uh, I don't even know where I'm going. But it feels kind of good to run like this. Outside, not on a track. I feel something. It's wet. I look up. Rain. Rain. Oh, it feels so good. 
I run faster. As fast as I've ever run before. Wait a second. I just saw that building. It passed a few minutes ago. What? Is that the same bodega? What the hell is going on? My heart stopped. And then, so did everything else. Literally. The cars, the people, everything. Like time had frozen. What is this? If things couldn't get any weirder, the door appeared out of thin air. The frickin' blue light. A figure walks through. It's a woman. Hello, Tyler. Ma'am? I've never seen her. Only heard her voice. A thousand times a day. Yes. You've had quite the journey. I don't understand. What is all of this? Where am I? What? It's all right, Tyler. I know that this is a lot to take in, but I'm going to explain everything. You are here because you are special. Me? Special? I, I don't understand. You have a curiosity about you that is critical to the survival of humankind. Tyler, we give every child nine opportunities to move beyond the confines of the facility you grew up in. Three opportunities on your 10th birthday, three on your 15th, and three on your 20th. Only a handful of people have ever made it to where you are now. And of those few, most go through the door on the fifth or sixth chance. You are only the second person ever to do it on the fourth. No one has done it on the first three. So it's like some screwed up test. A simulation designed to identify individuals that have an inherent explorative nature, a capacity to understand and thrive in different worlds. The test that you just experienced is crucial in deciding which environment you will live in. Will you need the confines of a structured society to function? Or will you be able to adapt to your surroundings and roam free in this new world? New world? Earth is gone. We left a long time ago. We're on Titan now, a moon orbiting Saturn. As fast as the words left her mouth, the buildings around me started disappearing. As did the rain and the clouds. I stared up at the massive translucent dome and the emptiness of space. There was no atmosphere. This was definitely not Earth. My mind was reeling. A man was standing right in front of me, saying something, but it felt like she was drifting away. I could barely hear her now. But the sensation left as fast as it came, and I snapped back to reality. Reality? Now that's a refreshing concept. For the first time, I finally 
felt at home. 